0: <laughs> welcome to your aunties could never episode 41 i'm auntie ak and i'm here with auntie farah auntie nana and auntie shadow hello everybody how are you hello all good all good okay apart from coming out
1: of
0: the dentist today
1: I'm um, okay
0: do you know what how come because my daughter's had not been able to go back to the dentist since she had four of her wisdom teeth taken out during lock- just before lockdown. She's had no checkup, no nothing. I know she got an infection after in lockdown so she had to go to emergency but she can't get her, because our dentist won't open.
1: to pay for it, <laughs> like, uh-huh. okay. basically. Because my dentist, who is amazing by the way, although the doctor I saw today, she was amazing also, but my dentist is booked up until January Oh and wow! Like yeah, I can't wait. That, that it's, it's impossible. So I, I just forked it out basically. I'm glad that I did, but yeah. If I look a bit like lopsided, lopsided. I'm flaring <laughs> <laughs> my words a little bit. That's
2: why, mm. <laughs> as the the it slowly wears off.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like your
2: face blown up, but it's not exactly. <laughs>
0: no, your face is fine. Are you guys all right for um COVID lockdown tier three? Are you all right? <sighs> To be fair, not much is changing, though.
1: I wanted to get a pedicure and I thought I had to rush to get it today, but I can actually do that tomorrow now. So
0: that's OK. I got mine done. I'm so happy. Oh, oh, lovely. Nice. I went the other day when, before they announced lockdown. And more vaccine news as well. Talking about more people are getting allergic reactions. Yeah. Black people are getting it first in America. Wow. Can right. you guys remember, yeah, at the beginning when black people were less susceptible to COVID? It was black people not in the West. It was black people, well, so they said. No, yeah, it was everywhere. It was everywhere.
2: It was everywhere. Oh, we, were, we were all rejoicing. It was right. everywhere. I think there's been a lot of talking before now. had to put us on the front line without any PPE. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, go on. You lot go to, go to the front.
1: Yeah.
0: As always. Anyway, let's get cracking into the into the into the news. Who are we welcoming to the family today?
1: I am welcoming, or we are welcoming Regina Hall, brilliant actress. Been a fan of hers for ages. She just turned fifty. Basically, welcoming into the family because she's fabulous at fifty, and she made a great song, which I think is going to stay in our hearts forever. Oh <laughs> Bitches old. Today, I passed half my life expectancy. Half bitches old today. But I've been told I still got good pussy. So shout out to all my old bitches. Shout out to all my
0: young bitches. Today. And such and such, I and love
2: such. Yeah. it. It's a tune that is a proper ball. Every year, I want that from now on. You know, that's <laughs> gonna
0: be the tune, the birthday tune from going forward.
2: Mm-hmm. The bitches, are... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't
0: know when I'm gonna start admitting that, but hey, we could
2: know. roll it up.
0: But yes, welcome to the family, and let's get into the news. Um, let's start with Auntie Nana. Okay, so my story is a story that we've had quite a few times this year, but Lloyds Bank are back at it again, disclosing their fuckeries, basically. In their report, it has come out that Black workers at Lloyds Bank earn a fifth less than their other colleagues. The discrepancies are, it is Black staff make up 1.5% of Lloyds' total workforce and only 0.6% of its senior management and they are saying about themselves, it's not good enough. Lloyd has pledged to increase the number of Black staff in senior roles to at least 3% by 2025. The really kind of telling part though is the the pay gap between their staff members. Their Black, Asian and minority ethnic, as um, people like to lump us all together, BAME, workers, they are at a a median pay gap of 14.8% and a bonus pay cap at 32.5%. Now, my question for you guys is, who are these kind of reports for? And when they do come out, is there anything that Black people can do to capitalise on this
2: information that they put out. Go to their boss and ask them for a pay rise. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because 1.5% of the total workforce, it's not a huge amount, is it? What they need to capitalise on is the fact that it's they're admitting it and they need to find out why. Because if they're doing the same jobs as people, then they should get paid the same. And if there isn't any justification why they aren't paid the same, that's what they need to address. They need to go to... They're HR, like Auntie Sade would say. <laughs> and they need to put forward a case because if they, if I'm doing the same job as somebody else, the exact same job as somebody else with the exact same responsibilities, surely I should be paid the same or at least within the same pay bracket. It shouldn't be a massive difference. So who
1: is it for? I think it's to regulate the industry. Do you know what I mean? In the different industries. I think like I definitely saw a trend of this with tech companies, maybe a couple starting with a couple of years ago who have voluntarily shown their, their information and with a pledge to change that over time. I do think when you have the biggest companies in the world doing these kind of things, then it does have a trickle down effect. And I think that is a positive thing. Although I think it's too slow. What can black people do? I'm not too sure. Like, apart from like bringing up the issue, If they're presenting this information, there should be a plan on how to resolve this because all they simply need to do is just match the pay. That's what they need to do. As a standard, if people like, if it's just equal, like they're doing same job, same, do you know what I mean? Same hours, et cetera, kind of thing, then they just need to match the pay. The one thing I think about in terms of what the makeup of the company is, I don't think the numbers should be in terms of like the broad sense. I think it needs to be relative to location. So if we're looking at London, we have a higher population of, you know, well-educated black talent. There's a huge talent pool. The companies there should be reflected of that. Whereas if you go to other areas where there's not so many, then I think that's a reasonable, do you know what I mean, kind of thing. And obviously if you go into different countries, it's going to be, especially for global countries, they're going to have their own issues with different ethnicities and racial groups and stuff. So I think that this information needs to come out relative to locations but they 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 just need to change it immediately like there can't be a delay there there shouldn't be a delay but I think it's a step in the right direction I do know that there has been progress don't quote me totally, but like there has been progress in tech but they still have retention issues because it's not just about money it's about culture of the workplace do you know what I mean kind of thing and people feeling valued and comfortable to be there they've just got a long way to go this is like the first step in recognizing that there is a problem and putting that problem out there, what would be interesting to see is like now I want to see all the banking companies. <laughs> now I want to see Barclays. I want to see Santander. I want to see. I want. I want to see where they are.
0: It's the audacity of these people. Like, what do they do? What's their mandate that someone goes in and because they're brown or black or non-white, they automatically get put in a lower grade? It's like what? Where did that even come from? I mean, we know it's racism, right? But why, how did that even become a thing where it was acceptable, that the culture accepted that? that? yeah, we just pay them lower. What, I'd love for someone to actually answer that question, how this thing just goes, but it's across industry. I work in the art, we work in the arts. It's, it's the thing, and a lot of them, the broadcasters and production company, world well, broadcasters, to get shows commissioned and stuff like that, They you have to commit to having like 20% diversity behind the camera and a certain number of cultural representation, sorry, racial representation on screen as well or in your productions. Even the fact that you have to enforce these rules for people to be more reflective, it's just quite annoying and disgusting of of human behaviour. The wider conversation about our money and us knowing our worth, I think we have to be a lot more informed about the industries that we go into. I mean, there's a lot of conversation about women who don't say with their chest what they're worth. We tend to take the back seat and play humble, whereas men are a lot more ballsy. We're talking about ethnicity and stuff like that. We need to understand our worth and know make sure we have more open conversations. I think before there was a culture of not talking about how much you made and these things were easily kept in the dark because it's kind of taboo in the UK to like, oh, I am not going to talk about my, wage, my paycheck or anything like that. I don't know why, I don't know why, but that's where the culture, I guess, there's another area where the culture of being able to divide and conquer with pay grades occurs so easily because people don't want to talk about it. But I think there definitely has to be an open conversation. I think there was, I'm not. I think it was Michaela Cole or someone said that, you know, Michaela Cole, what she, one of many, but she, her name came up as someone who spoke openly about the fees that she was being paid and stuff like that, so that her friends in the industry could also have a reference point. So if Michaela's getting this, for example, then and they're being low-balled or whatever, they, can have, they have a reference saying, well, you're paying this person this, so can you match that or do better and stuff like that? So it's about more communication and information, a similar conversation that's been had with Tiffany Haddish about her being paid for the not being paid for the Grammys, why she turned it down. Although that conversation was where the Grammys said that they don't pay people generally to do their um, pre-show events, and it's all about exposure and stuff like that. But then also, all of that comes down to knowing the industry, knowing the business that you're dealing with, and just really having your script together, knowing what you're worth, and going in if it's a thing where the industry, the organization doesn't have money to pay you or pay you equ- or have enough funds to pay you in the way that you think other companies would or you assume this company would. Make sure you do your due diligence um, as someone wanting to work with these people and research that. So I think there's a lot of information that needs to be known on both sides and just the industry generally. All the industries that do this type of thing need to do better. Yeah, no, you covered a lot there. But uh, I agree with, like, so many points. I would say definitely on the point of the Grammys, though, I think what Tiffany did was right to refuse to work for free. Because like you know, in the fashion industry, that was like a standard. They got so much free labour for so many years because it's just like a rite of passage. You do an internship and you don't you don't get paid. But that's not okay because they're still making money. It's not like going to the Grammys is free. Their tables cost so much. It's how can you even have the audacity to say we don't pay we don't pay our hosts? That's like utterly ridiculous. But I think it's for the talent
2: to sorry. set the resident.
0: Sorry, just to say, this is what I've read so I don't, and this is industry talk, isn't it? The company said the company that does that particular part of the production is supposed to be a not for profit. So they were like, we don't make money off this. I, I mean, it's so unfathomable, something like the Grammys and anyone associated with them. But there's also a bit of misinformation that gets passed around where we assume that something like the Grammys or the Oscars and things like that. Because I spoke to a friend and he, sorry to cut you about this. He was like, the organisation that he works for, they don't pay people, and that's a big organisation that you would think has booking loads of cash and would pay, but it's just, they trade on the exposure. So it's about knowing, understanding who you're dealing with. And if they don't pay, why they don't pay. And as long as it's across the board, whether that's right or wrong, it's across the board, not because Tiffany Haddish is a black woman that's being undercut. That potentially is then misinformation, that's when you need to know who you're dealing with and why they say what they say and there's nothing wrong with challenging it but it's just that sorry go back sorry to go back to you no that that's that's my point it is, it's it, industries are built on free labor we had slavery for 400 years and and farmers all justified why they weren't paying their labor force it's never okay but really the onus then needs to be on the talent to say no so then you'll find it harder to get the the A-list because people are like, no, we're not doing this for free. It's like somebody has to make a stand and then things change. So in that regards, all respect to her from me anyway, I think she did the right thing by turning it down because it's not okay. These reports that come out, you know, it was like last year Lloyd's had another one about the, the gender pay gap that they have in their organization with women. And again, it was like women were getting paid 66p out of every pound that a man was getting paid. And it, you're putting these figures out. And I just want to know, who who are these figures for? Because you, you have payroll. You know what you're doing. So is this not an internal thing that you just fix?
1: There can be no accountability, though. Because yeah. if it's not public, it's almost like a, a public shaming, isn't it? Do you yeah. know, I mean? There's no reason for you to change because they could have that internally, if you're not part of the majority, do you know what I mean? How's your voice going to get
0: heard? Do you think them releasing these reports, anything actually changes? Like, I, over the time,
1: like? I, over to, I mean, I can't speak for them, but I, I do think that there is a growing sense of responsibility to do the right thing in yeah. the industries and the people that, because this is not by law, this is they're volunteering this information. So it's going mm. with that. They want to change and want to kind of like do better. And also as well, there's this is why I mentioned the thing about retention as well. Do you know what I mean? Because if people are not having good experiences, they need to be able to attract the right talent to their branches. And like these companies know that diverse companies in the long term do better. Like there's a serious business case for it. So it doesn't, it's not in their best interest to stay the same as they are because the world is changing. Also to kind of like, yeah, you kind of touched on it in terms of like the the gender pay gap. That was like a big deal before. That's slowly closing. You're definitely seeing more women in positions of power. Well, actually I can only really talk from a tech point of view. there has been a major shift there, definitely. And I'm assuming that's reflected in pay as well. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that the whole Grammys thing, I think, is an utter disrespect. They make so much money, and it doesn't—it doesn't really matter if it's a non-profit organization. You're doing this on behalf of the Grammys, so they give you a budget, or they help you supply the budget. Part of that budget could go to this, because part of that budget will go to covering their costs too. So you're going to pay everybody. Do your donation but not pay the talent. They just didn't read the room. Now is not the time to be an organisation to be the poster for not paying black women. (laughs) Like, it's just not, it's just not at all. So they should have come with a solution. Do you know what I mean? The moment it was raised, because it was probably raised, they should have found another way, whether it's for a sponsor or something, to cover her fee. They didn't. They chose not to. They chose the hard line and it was the wrong decision.
0: Yeah. No, I fully agree because in in having the back and forth of the person that I was speaking to, I was like, look, even if they set aside, even if worst case scenario, they set aside $100 because Tiffany said that she was asked to pay for hair and makeup. I mean, if expenses, we all know that at the very least, if you haven't got a budget, expenses are the very basics. The expenses can range from just covering travel to range from covering accommodation and you know, beautification, all that type of stuff. It is that I fully agree with you. It's just that's what the company said let's go to the comments we have cindy says so hello everybody um and cindy says agreed with auntie nana it's not about saying well this is how it is system needs dismantling on this precisely yeah that's what i was going to say i think it is about the accountability and i think the more they talk about it the less easy it is for this to go on because in this i mean it's been happening pre-lockdown. It has been happening more and more. People are calling people out. And for all the noise and the mess of people calling people out and it being a bit untidy, there's at the core of it, there's a necessary exposing of behaviours that are not going to be culturally acceptable. So I think this is is for the benefit of us, this and for the benefit of them, they it is all very, you know, we're appearing to do good. We're going to put our black square up. We're going to talk about our numbers and all that type of stuff. There's now for us the people to keep our foots on their neck. And that's what it is, it's like, we can't get complacent. And so lawyers have now put out their number, if we don't, we as in either the people who work in banking and all that type of stuff, if we don't, if they don't go back and be like, okay, so we're gonna check in six months time, What's, what have you done, what are the things you're implementing? There's always gonna be a black network inside organizations like this, there's always that. Mm-hmm. So they have to make sure their diversity representative and that black network are also not um, keeping quiet and letting this die down because There is this fear that, I mean, there's this thing where we all know what happens. Once this moment of attention on diversity and representation passes, what's going to be left behind? What things are going to be in place structurally that are not flimsy, that they're just going to tumble down the minute we're distracted and think everything's okay, back to being okay? That's the Mm -hmm. thing that we have to really be careful of. And this is where these people show that they're doing good but we just can't let them get away with just showing it and just saying it because at the end of the day this now makes them look good oh yes we're being very humble we don't pay and we're going to do better but now we need to have that proof. I don't know if it makes them look good I think it makes them look terrible. Like, not like they look good for what the shit that they've done but mm. that kind of it's that saviorism thing like oh look we're going to do so much it's that thing where we're now taking accountability but this is all could be post surface stuff as we know from certain organisations. you know what I mean?
2: So I wanted to talk about FKA Swiggs and the accusations that she's put forward. She's, so she's filed a lawsuit against Shia Booth for, um, let me tell you what is his exactly, sexual battery assault and infliction of emotional distress. What I wanted to ask you guys was, how do you feel about the fact that there's been accusations about Shia Booth for a very, very long time? Like, this is not new. Like, you know, we've heard about some of the things that he's done but he's not been fully cancelled, like he's still getting work. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, do you think this lawsuit is actually going to have any impact on how Hollywood views him and what they do in terms of giving him more jobs? You know what it is? Because I thought
0: that, even when I saw his name, I was like, I swear this guy's been out there, like known to be really problematic around women for a while. But I think this may make a difference because... The details that are in the lawsuit being public just changed something, like actually having documented in regards to what films he was working on. It just felt like, actually, I don't know, maybe we'll shift something. But I do, I am fully aware, though, he's still not being fully cancelled. He has a film that may be coming out. It's a weird one. I'm not too sure but who this guy has in his back pocket where he isn't being fully removed from society like other people. He's really disturbing, though. Like, the guy is like a psychopath.
1: I don't actually know much about his history, to be honest. I think if he is going to get cancelled, it's probably coming. It might depend on the outcome of of the the case. Do you know what I mean? As it did with Johnny Depp, he lost. And then he started losing roles, et cetera, kind of thing. So maybe it's it's that, because we're just kind of at the beginning of it, I think. I don't know, man, it's just, it's just a weird one. To be fair, I don't really know enough about him and I didn't know he was relevant in a bad way, yeah, I, but I, just, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen him in anything. I recognise his face vaguely, but it's just like, what was the last major thing that he done?
0: He's like an indie film-loving, yeah. loved, beloved indie star and his last film was Honey Boy. The last popular one was Honey Boy and that's basically breaking down his life story. And he had an alcoholic father, Mm-hmm. He's a child star who from young drinking problems, drug problems, exactly. and because, of, because he was a he's just one of, he's a very typical working class American child star, got rich from famous, got a troubled dad, all that type of stuff that kind of that real hard knocks but made it to the Hollywood type story. And Honey Boy depicts that and FK is that's where she met Sailor Booth. It's funny. I saw not funny. I saw a comment, some commentary from a guy on Facebook who said, Sheila Shir, booth has been troublesome. So why did FKA even look at him as someone to interact with?" And again, we you know we have this conversation where we're not going to victim blame or call people out for decisions that we would question. But I do question why Shirley Booth is still attractive to people because he is so trouble and problematic i mean there was times when he, i think there, in the past he's been he was at a, a film premiere or something and was calling things out war pa- paper bag or some nonsense over his head he method acting he was going out shooting stray dogs to get into the role of being a serial killer all this type of stuff. he's just an extremely troubled man i don't know why has not been cancelled but then this is not surprising he's a white man in hollywood and i mean i've seen after mel gibson made all this anti-semitic noise he's got some films coming out, it's like there's a a period of time where you get into trouble, people don't like you for a bit, but then you get back on the train and it's like, he's damaged goods and I think because he hasn't been taken to task properly, he's continuing, he's been continuing to be hired, he's continuing to get in work and he's continuing, there's that thing about broken genius, because people say he's talented so as a broken genius you let broken geniuses carry on because their genius is more important than the actual damage that they're doing to human beings on a day to day. eh? Yeah, yes. Oh.
1: Like, like, like Kanye, I don't think you can say him and put him Kanye, and Kanye. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, he has As that kind like, but... of thing. Like, oh of, yeah. you know, he's such a genius, so you know, just ignore the nonsense that? like kind of thing. I'm not saying that he's a violent shooting straight jobs. So I'm not saying yeah. that um <laughs> that we know of I'm joking, let I'm just clear that up. Is he like Nate Parker is in this new film that um Spike he's got coming out American Skin. Do you know what I mean? Like he's got a really uh kind of quite uh controversial past. Do you know what I mean? But this film is coming out, he's in it, he's directed it. It seems to be getting like positive buzz. It doesn't seem like he's being canceled in any way. So is it just the case of like as long as time has passed, then that's okay. Now mm-hmm. and but the point about Twigs. <laughs> I don't know the names. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's very easy, depending on the kind of woman that you are, I think that sometimes, like attracts like, do you know what I mean? So if you feel broken, inside not saying that she is then sometimes it's, it's very easy to be attracted to people who also have similar traits to you and also as well people like that can be very very charming do you yeah. know what i mean and they also might not display those qualities to you and that exactly. might be in, in his past she might not have known everything either. I feel like we live in a world where we are constantly taught to forgive and, like, give people second chances and all that kind of stuff as well. So I think it's a bit harsh to say, oh, why would she even look at him? Do you know what I mean? Like, you just don't know what the circumstances are. like, And, I don't know,
2: I just think that's a bit of a harsh one to say. No, it, it is. I think it is harsh to say why she's with him because I think the problem is, A lot of times, even with just general dating, when you meet someone, you meet the representative, don't you? You don't necessarily meet them. the best version of them, you know, so you can formulate a relationship and move on and then things start to come out. It can be something as basic as they don't put the toilet seat down. But at first they used to put the toilet seat down. It could be basic to something like this. The singer seer has also come out and said that he conned her into, into having an adulterous relationship and that he's a pathological liar and she believes he's very sick, but she does have compassion for him and his victims. He himself has cut and said, you know, being an, an alcoholic has caused him to do some things that he's not particularly proud of, but he doesn't want to fully talk about what's happened. He hasn't like held his hands up and said, yeah, I did this or I didn't do this. I just find it interesting. I think Auntie Shadi, you said it. Is it because, all oh, enough time has passed now Let's give them another job. It's fine. You know, no lawsuits have been filed against them or, you know, it's just a rumour. We can hire them again. It's fine. It's just, I think a lot of the movie companies and the music companies have a lot to answer for in terms of when they're putting these people out there. There is no care given to these people. And I think we've said that a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's come from a a very traumatic background, but they keep putting him forward. And it's like they're kind of like not justifying it. They're almost... Well, they kind of are justifying it in a way because they're just like as long as they get what they get out of him they don't necessarily care about all these things that happen whilst he's no. helping them make their money funny enough he's in a new film and it's called pieces of a woman that's an interesting title
0: i was going to say that that whole bit about being cancelled for a certain amount of time is that um well actually maybe you might have actually just said it shadow and Farah. Yeah. it's whether or not they show remorse or what their, their actions are and sometimes it doesn't even matter what they do it is about time past and if, if the person is well liked and charming enough they're just going to get back on get back into uh, everyone's good graces
2: i do think it's important if someone shows remorse or if they don't i do think that that's an important mm-hmm. factor it's about their actions
0: and someone like nate parker i remember getting embroiled in conversation when that whole thing was going about because he was and this again this is not about i'm not excusing it i'm just laying the story out at the time when he was accused of rape, it was that frat, whole frat boy situation, which is very prevalent in universities and over here in America. But in everything, and we always talk about having the fact and not being child by popular or social media opinion, he was acquitted of the situation. And even though there's lots of murkiness around the story, it went to court, he was acquitted. And when it came out about the situation, what he was involved in, as a married man father how many 20 years after the fact when people are calling for him to be cancelled i think the conversation was is that fair but his reaction was very knee and defensive and aggressive and so people were even more vexed with him and then when he kind of doubled that back and said i realized that actually it's making him look even more like an asshole," he kind of did he tried to do the humble apology route and people didn't really buy it Then he's gone away kept quiet now he's back probably hoping for the best that everyone forgets what happened before so there is a conversation about how people are forgiven, when they're forgiven, why they're forgiven, and for what crimes they did in the past. You know what I mean? There's a lot of conversation about that. And, like, what do you do in that situation?
1: I think that is the crux of it, actually, which kind of goes on, that relates to my story later. But what I was going to say is, like, two things. So Stevie Bear, as well, this, like, seemingly really toxic guy. Who? Stevie Bear or Stephen Bear.
0: Oh, yeah, Stephen Barrett, yeah. 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 So, yeah.
1: He has been accused by an influencer. I'm so sorry, I don't remember her name. Georgia
2: well, Harrison
1: something. Yeah, okay, cool, yeah. By uploading a video of them sleeping together to OnlyFans, right? So he's in Dubai, he's denying it, he's, like, cocktails by the thing. He's taken as, like, oh, you know, she's crowd chasing, da-da-da-da, this, that, the other. And then a couple of days later, he's basically breaking down, you know, he can't take it anymore and suggesting that he's going to end his life. So this kind of causes a lot of panic. You know, the girl herself calls the authorities in Dubai to see if he's all right. But then it emerges that he posted a couple of days before that saying, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to manipulate this whole situation and I'm just going to say, I'm going to put a rope around my neck and then jump out and get my friend to catch me and everyone's going to backtrack and feel sorry for me. Do you know what I mean? So I just think, like, you can never be too sure with these situations how they present themselves. Do you know what I mean? Especially in this day and age as well. Like, in some cases, like, we would never know the truth. And this guy, so allegedly at the moment, like, whether or not he done what he done, he's clearly quite a toxic person. He's showing, like, really unstable behaviour, and it seems like he needs help. And that was my thing with this guy. If he's an alcoholic... He needs help, right? He's ill. So, like, do people who need help in that way, are they treated differently? Do they kind of get second chances because they're sick in a way? There's that that I was thinking about. And then my other thing is, it's interesting because we haven't heard anything from Kevin Spacey in a long time since his allegation. Yeah. I wonder how long it's going to take until he pops up into a film. Because Kevin Spacey is an actor. He is critically acclaimed He's held in a super, super position in Hollywood. People see him as like an acting genius, right? How long is it going to take? And the crimes that he was... I don't know if he's been... He's been accused, right? He's just
0: been now. He's been, I think he's cleared of all charges.
2: Yeah, He's
1: cleared of all charges. So he's charges. Mm. He's going to be probably worse in the film. But just... And I know it's kind of like... It's almost like a chicken and egg type thing. Because just because you're cleared... Doesn't necessarily mean you're innocent of everything mm. as well. Do you know what I mean? Because these people are very powerful. They've got lawyers and money and time. So it's it. Sometimes it's quite. You know, everybody knows there's there's cover-ups, right? So I just think it's it's more than possible to get yourself out of these situations if you're a rich white man in Hollywood. Yeah.
2: I agree. Or even a
1: rich black man. I mean, let's take R. Kelly for yeah. example.
2: Yes, that's Not true. Is it, where is Arkady now? Is he still in jail now? Yeah. He's still in jail. And he was wasn't playing, wasn't he? Let's get some comments.
0: Okay, okay. we have Ronald says when cancelled actors like Mel Gibson resurface, they always applaud them and say Hollywood loves a comeback they do tasha said he is still getting work because he is white and male and another one just came in and candy says the uk press will vilify tigs no matter what yeah they probably will yeah I, it's just very interesting to see how this will fall out it's interesting saying about people that need extra help whether you know i don't know it's it's a weird one i think humans we have a short short term memory unless something's really even murderers get forgiven do you know what i mean mm. like in the end we don't have the capacity to hold a grudge because it's that whole thing, as we talked about forgiveness and it damaging ourselves. So, in the term of being healthy, not and healing, and not carrying on hardened, burdened bitterness, you have to forgive and then forgive it, and you end up forgetting essentially the anger that or the upset or the hurt that you were you were with in the moment. So then it makes it easy to keep it moving, and then you're like oh, in context, might as well they're not hurting anyone. So it just it is about their actions going forward, but it's very easy just to hide your behavior until it gets exposed again. So you never really know.
1: You know, we could get to a very kind of like PC place because actually humans are flawed, like deeply flawed. So mm-hmm. like, how do you reflect that without damaging other people? It's the victims
0: I feel sorry for. <laughs> do you know I me? Mean? All types of people exist, isn't it? It's very true. I think mean, Tasha just said, I think black people forgive too quickly. And that's a yeah, whole other question. I mean, discussion. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've been t- with that, you know, religion helped us do that when they were lynching us and killing us and forcing us to work just smile if i give you i actually
1: reject that i reject that way of life i refuse
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is something to be fully rejected okay let's move on to the next story i think it's
1: my story i think kind of a little bit of a similar tone so it's about clubhouse so the new app new social media okay. um, <laughs> that some of us have some of us no. don't. <laughs> it's like an audio app right so you can hear people talking in different rooms and they can have different topics of discussions and depending if you start the room you can um, decide who's a moderator so there was a group created by this guy called Mark Cuban who is one of the hosts, I think formerly one of the hosts, on a show called Back Chat. You may have heard about Back Chat, very, lots of controversial topics discussed, lots of controversial figures. Probably the most recent one everyone's talking about, is Lanny Good was on there at one point. And there's quite a few different people there. And he decided to create a group called Are Black Women Crap in Bed? So yeah, obviously, very controversial. Do you know what I mean? Like, almost like, what the fuck are you thinking? Why are you even saying this? And... Basically, he had a moderator for this who wasn't black, basically he had a woman moderating that it wasn't black. Basically, he caused quite a bit of stir. People were annoyed because it was a very, what's that word? It was a very like just intense title kind of thing. You're getting people's mm-hmm. backs up and everything like that. Um, and so a few people were in there, a few known people were in there, Sideman was in there and he basically you know, came with some facts and explained why the title and the room itself and even the fact that it's existing was offensive. Right. And he really did his best to school him. But Mark, Mark, Mark didn't want to be schooled. No, he didn't want to be schooled at all. And in his <laughs> true question, he said to a sideman that he didn't like his tone and then basically told him to pull up. which uh, if you don't know that means that he wants to fight him basically come around and fight him so they were all kind of like talking over each other and anything but the, the fundamental thing was Mark just wasn't getting it he created a situation that was very negative to black women and he had a black man telling him that he was wrong and he didn't want to hear it so he kind of just moved to violence so after that I think someone must have spoke some sense in his head and he actually apologised on Instagram, I think. You know, he said, you know, he shouldn't have said certain things, etc. kind of thing. And it was just a textbook kind of apology. So my question is, does an apology work in this situation? And also, how do we deal with cases like this? Is this a situation where cancel
0: culture actually works? First of all, I think the topic, the topic, are black women crap in bed? Why? Why have so many people flocked to this room to have this conversation and just use it as another way to do de- there's so much stuff denigrating black women out there it's just unbelievable that's what I can't understand so it, to me cancel culture is irrelevant apologies are relevant because I, I mean if Mark Cuban can set up this conversation, I don't know what he was saying was he saying that black women are shit in bed or was he for what was his argument he, for, he's what? not for black women
1: he was saying it's his opinion and that he shouldn't
0: apologise for his opinion. He won't get cancelled, as we've spoken about. He's not going to get cancelled at all because there are a bunch of black men who agree with him. And on the back of, you know, I think earlier this week there was an exposure of whether or not it was true or not, um, a room of white girls talking about why, Mm. uh, what their feelings about black men that date them, ranging from saying things like, don't they smell after sex? to black men are so insecure, they'll do anything they say for a white woman. It's
2: also about why they don't date black men. It's the mm. smell bit that's why they don't date black men.
0: Yeah, and, and stuff like that. So the whole kind of conversation that's never actually had, that's never really explored, we're not allowed to have that conversation about why black men don't like black women and if they do go out with white women, why they see them as so desirable, because there's a bit in the middle where we as black women can actually say, like, yeah, you lot are insecure and you think this is better than being with someone that is your mirror image type of thing. So I, I, that's a conversation I care about because they're not going to get cancelled because there's so many black men that, out there that think like Mark Cuban. And blessed sideman, he's really doing a righteous job speaking up for us. But I am worried about the amount of people that come at him and call him a waste man, a sideman, a, tra- a, tra- side a traitor <laughs> for speaking the truth on our behalf, calling him a simp, all this type of thing. And the fact that it resorts to violence is just defensiveness, isn't it? I, I don't, cancel culture's out the window, doesn't work. And might won't well get canceled. And apologies not enough, but what we're we gonna change. The conversation is actually why black men refuse to really dig deep into the reasons why they date white women or other. Women black, oh yeah, we well, you know some, not all, um, why they don't like us. You see the whole thing with like these types of rooms, you know that it's going to pop off in it and people are going to be talking about you. But Mark Cuban forgets that this was basically Twitter when it started. Mm -hmm. And again, when Twitter started, black women became the butt of the joke because it it creates a, a crowd and you're going to have banter going and all of that. He doesn't know where his life is going to go. And this probably will come back to bite him one day and he's going to do a proper apology, lose something. I don't understand why people need to like learn the hard way, but he will get his. And all I keep on thinking is the reason why people use black women for clout and they want to put us down is because we're just so magnificent. Because if we really were to be discarded, you wouldn't even talk about us. But Mm -hmm. the fact that folks keep on using us to get an audience is like, it's boring now. Like really everybody just needed to go past it and just be like, oh, here we go again. This is clearly clickbait and keep it moving. Like Sideman didn't even need to lend his name to this conversation because again, it's just like, it's just jumping on shit. Like we actually needed to be in there and people just needed to be doing, voice notes just saying this is bullshit your shit and keep it moving and just leave and not even not even get into an argument to try and and defend it defend what if that's his opinion that's his he probably has the shittest dick ever anyway it's like just put it in a pum pum that cares nobody cares these types of conversations we should talk about the real issue why can't i get into clubhouse
2: Oh, Auntie Nana, you kind of just summed it up. One of the things I was going to say, like, this Mark dude, yeah, have you fucked every black woman on the planet? No, you have not. So how can you talk about how every black woman is shit in bed? You clearly have a small penis that you don't know how to use. You have premature premature ejaculation. You don't know what you're doing in bed. And a black girl somewhere has told you that, bruv. Therefore, you can't take it. So you've gone somewhere else where they appreciate your tongue a little bit more, Leslie. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, basically, Mark, shut the fuck up. His apology, he said... Yesterday on Clubhouse, I spoke on a topic that I had seen elsewhere and brought it into the conversation. I made a huge mistake. Black women constantly face criticism and comparisons in public spaces, and I should never have added to this conversation. For this, I am wholeheartedly apologetic. I never meant any malice with my words, but I need to learn to be more sensitive to how my actions and words may affect others. Whatever. You knew what you were doing. It was basically clickbait. Now everyone's talking about you. You can't fucking start a room with a title like that and think that it's not going to have some kind of repercussions. Like if I started a room that said Mark's dick is small, people (laughs) would jump on it. People would jump on it. It would be controversial. If If I said all black men have big dicks and I put it in Clubhouse, people would jump on it. Because not all black men have big dicks. No black men couldn't fucking play basketball or football or whatever. It's so general. It is such a general term that he said he just need. I mean, he's got what he wanted. He? His apology means nothing. His apology is just like the, the girls in that group that got found out. Their apology meant nothing. Two of them didn't apologise. I was just going to say that. That's what oh, I was leading up to next. And next <laughs> thing was that two of them didn't apologise. They said, yes, it's true. And you black women, you're... What? Shut up, basically. And I'm just like... <laughs> I mean, part of me is like fair play; they own their shit. But part of me is like, oh my god, it, it's it's just ridiculous. These people, I, I've got no words. Mark just needs to shut up. He needs to sit down and shut up. No way. He he. I don't even know if he can be
0: cancelled. I don't think he can. You have so, to be cared about to be cancelled. Like nobody cares about Mark Cuban. But,
1: but should they get what's coming to them?
0: So, I, like, dating people found out where
1: he's work, reported him, and he lost his job. Because that that's essentially part of what happens with this cancel culture, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, depending on your status, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it can affect, you know, whether we think it works or not, that's where we are. That's what happens. Like, these yeah. girls in this group chat, people will identify them.
0: <laughs> They're gonna, I don't know what's going to happen to them. Like, they might have work for a bit. Do you know that's, what I mean? That's already happened. It's already happened with Clubhouse. Yeah. Some, some yeah. guy called somebody a bitch and then the women in the room Basically, found out that he had hit one of his previous girlfriends. They found his his employer. B- employer, he lost his job. You can be reckless in these internet streets, and just make sure that you're not in there with somebody from Black Twitter, and they their investigative skills and destroy your life. It's like the recklessness. The time has gone, and if Mark had anything to destroy, maybe it would be lost. But he probably is jobless anyway, so. What's to take? So I think, just ignore him. The thing is, it's like the, the the cynical side of me is that he'll get counseled with you might I don't I don't think he's got a, as you said, he might not have like a, a job where he's employed, where he could lose it. He might be his own boss as a lot of these influence and, and why would <laughs> I mean, you, you say, I,
1: that? I, I say this? I
0: why. Because he's controversial. Because look at Lani Good. She, she's got a job. She's a graphic designer. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not too saying too he hasn't. I just, I'm just assuming because I, I have no idea who the hell he is. And ne- i know I watched Back Chat in the early stages. I haven't watched it recently, so I don't know who he is. So, psh, if, until I mean,
2: this came up, I had no idea. I, I had heard,
0: I it. in Google. White, there's a white man called Mark Cuban as well. So that's kind of like <laughs> <"Who> <laughs> all
2: this Mark
0: Cuban. But he's so, Mark
2: the a C, and Mark Cuban is a millionaire, billionaire type white you man. Know yeah. man. You know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> I don't know. My
0: thing is that there's so many black men that feel like this in the popular world. I'm not saying back home, the nice ones in our community, you're doing pillars of salt and all that type of stuff. Not those ones, but the ones out there who are, unfortunately, our brand representatives when it comes to the culture. There's so many of them that think like that. They're just gonna hunker down, like, yeah, you know, bit a of black women. And in turn, get even more bitter towards whatever negativity that happened to them. This thing about, I understand that black women will go through so much. The fuck you understood that from day one. You knew, as we've all said, you of knew course. don't say that, oh my god, like you've just woken up and realized. Like this whole I didn't understand. I didn't understand. Come on. There's a reason why you don't date black women, and you know you've had that conversation, and it's probably part of your repertoire of dissing black women. Oh, they're so bitter and angry, and they're so depressed, and blah, blah, blah. that's why I'm with the beautiful exotics and the whites. Fuck off. I also, I also, talking about it and also also shit. Disclaimer to all you small dick men. Not all of you are shit and in, you know, in, um, what's the word? Incompetent. Incompetent, that's the word, in the bedroom. Some of you can make up of it in other ways. We're not dissing all small dick men, just the ones who are loud, wrong, and brutally, brutally idiotic. Thank you very much. Let's go to the comments. (laughs) Okay, all right. So, (laughs) Tasha says, cancel him for starting this, that damn ass conversation. Cindy says, so bored of mediocre men using misogynoir to get an audience, precisely. Mm-hmm. Antoinette says, can you believe I got a quick call from a colleague on Teams at 4.15 and just came off the call. Vexed, it kept me from the start of the show, but I'm here now. And welcome, Antoinette. Welcome to <laughs> your work, people. We've got to come to your workplace. Ayola <laughs> says, Black women need to remember that we set the bar. Save your premium pom-pom for somebody who values it precisely. Uh, yeah, man, I like that. Can we have a T-shirt, please? Premium pom-pom. Natasha <laughs> <laughs> says, Auntie AK, now that is a discussion forum I'd like to join. I'm not too sure what you... I think it's about what is. black men really... Some black men don't like black women. Let's explore. Okay. Them. And Iola says, those types of black men need an auntie slap followed by a hug. They need that black love. It's trauma. They need therapy. Very true. Um, yeah. Ronald has said, bullshit, he knew exactly what he was doing. He did. But mm-hmm. there's some other ones. I- Asha <laughs> said, he can take his apology and stick it up his ass. <laughs> and Iola said, we all look extra beautiful today. I'm going to take that. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank thank you. Black our black skin. We are beautiful today. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And yes, thank you, Nicola. Thank you, everybody. But yeah, I mean, he's not going to get cancelled, but he should get cancelled
2: and middle finger to him. My thing is, my thing is as well, sorry to stop you, but my thing is, I'm never like, you could say what your preference is, isn't it? My thing is when you need to put down your own race in order to justify why you want to date outside of it. You don't need to fucking put down your own you don't need to say black women are this that and the other that's why just say i like white girls isn't it i'm into white girls i like how they look just say that just be real because probably that's what it is but just a little bit like there is a conversation why is that your only
0: preference like it's just interesting to me oh, yeah, I yeah, don't but you know quick. i've got a preference i like black men
1: that's my it's preference
0: it's normal
1: I saw one tweet, actually, when someone was just like, has anyone seen in Clubhouse a white men start a group? Why are white women crap in bed? I just think, like, exactly. I, think like I said, it's just like, why is it fair game on us?
0: Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think
1: people were flocking to that room and to say, like, no, we're not having
0: this, basically. So it's also, just to add, it's also like all the all the boroughs platforms that we have, all the gossip platforms I mean, that have sprung up on Insta, especially, like, they know when the minute they put something about shadism about black women or anything like that. They just know that, they even instigate it by saying, looking like, you know, they'll say something like, what do you think? And knowing that the whole comment is going to be filled with black women are come here, but here comes <laughs> black women and all that type of stuff. We yeah. train on insulting each other, but it's mostly
2: one-sided, why? But I do have to say, uh, well, I agree with what Auntie Nana said, oh shit must be the fucking shit. If you don't want to yeah. keep talking about it so much, like flames must come out of my, Flipping crutch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have heard that they do. Not
0: really. <laughs> 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 oh, Sebastian Swapsies has a new Who's That's a nice name. Hello, hello Sebastian. Swapsies. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> what are we swap seeing I don't understand. Sebastian Swapsies. <laughs> what's this comment, Nance? Okay, he says most men who don't like black women have had bad relationships with their single mother. Oh. Sebastian. I don't believe Sebastian, do <laughs> you want to come onto a show? Yeah, I'm not sure about that, you know. I, I think it's a point, but I don't think it's the point. Interesting. Okay, and Victoria <laughs> has decided added traditionally some black men are raised to feel superior to black women, the cultural preference of boys plus this tendency to call them kings, etc. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's all going off now. Um, and Tasha said, men with small willies. One <laughs> added, white women will tolerate behaviour from black men that black women won't let them get away with it. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And somebody has said, Sebastian, take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, this will, look, we are going to be doing on December 27th, Aunties After Dark, It will be about black love. And the title is, Is Black Love Overrated? So join us 9pm, Sunday the 27th of December, right back here. We'll be getting into that. So we are now moving on to the next story. So save your comments and join us on the 27th. Mm -hmm. My story is quick and easy, really. It's just um, Lizzo recently, you know, she showed a video of her on her smoothie diet regime. And ultimately, she's got a lot of backlash from it because... She's a poster girl for big girls and body confidence and body positivity. And so there's a lot of big girls who are reveling in her glory. She's not afraid to show any parts of her body that social media allow her to do without kicking her off the platforms. Yeah, she's embracing being a big, beautiful black woman, talented as well. So she did us to lives doing, not lives, I think Instagram stories of her drinking smoothies and whatnot. And she's on this health kick. So people are automatically assuming that, okay she sold them a lie that basically all this body positivity goes out the window if you're going to drink a smoothie and try and get healthy because all people immediately associated that with her wanting to lose weight and she has issued a kind of explanation saying no lockdowns had me eating all kinds of crap my skin's gone nuts my sleep patterns got nuts i'm about to get healthy it's not about losing weight it's about being healthy and that's why i've been doing this regime detoxing my skin better. my skin's better my sleep patterns better and i'm feeling much better because I was drinking and eating and doing all sorts of nonsense that's damaging to myself. So my question is, do you believe body positivity, or anyone, anyone, not even just black women black people, people that claim they're body positive when they're big, do you believe that secretly they all really just want to be slimmer?
1: Mate, this is this is a difficult topic for me because I don't want to offend anyone, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But sometimes I think that misery likes company. So if you're a certain way and then you've got people around <laughs> you that are also a certain way. They want you to stay that way. They don't want you to change in any sort of way. And like maybe misery is not really the right word, but I can't mm-hmm. think of a mm-hmm. Alternative mm-hmm. phrase. I think it's ludicrous that we're in a day and age that where someone wants to make a posit- like a, a healthy lifestyle that they, they get backlash for it. I think that is crazy. I actually think that's crazy. She shouldn't have to make excuses or give a reason if she wants to change her lifestyle. I think it's backwards. I just don't know where we are anymore. I just don't feel I think left is right. Like what, 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 world are we in? What world are we in? I just, and I also think like, this is the thing, like put the whole fuzzy positivity movement. Isn't this like really negative what you're doing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think it's like, is that an oxymoron? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's an oxymoron, mate. I don't I don't think your behaviour is very positive in this moment to Lizzo. I think that she should do what the hell she wants. This is the same thing that happened with Adele. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's just like so much backlash. Adele's happy. She seems happy to me. Do you know what I mean? Like she, she made a change for her life and that's what she wants to do. Like why can't you just be happy for her? Maybe don't re- rest all your...
0: Single one person. I'm coming to you Nana, but I want to do a devil's advocate. So, if there's a d- I'm me, I'm black and I'm proud and I'm dark skinned, I'm proud, but in about six months, you see that I'm a, about as light as Beyonce. That's different. That's totally I mean, different. Let, let, me, let me, let, let me, land. Land. I'm I'm land. Land. let me land. Let me land. I'm proud to be black and dark skinned, but you know what? I, I'm gonna have to change myself. Would you feel let down, Auntie Nana? No, I I wouldn't care. It's your skin. You do what you want with it. And in regards to this whole body positivity, really for me, isn't it about being okay with whatever you see in the mirror? That doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to stay this way. Change is a constant. Really, it should be if She's big, she's happy. If she wants to slim down, she's happy. She just needs to find her self esteem to be happy with whatever state she's in. That has nothing to do with Sally, Sue, and Gertrude. Like, what you do with your body is your business. No, she didn't say she was a poster child for anybody. She's just living her life, like expressing herself, doing her talent. Really, you needed a martyr. Like, that should be yourself on your body positivity journey. You should be looking at yourself and holding yourself up to a high standard, not anybody else. And wanting somebody to stay fat makes no sense to me because Lizzo isn't just big, she's very big. So if she's now wants to change her lifestyle and eat better and look after herself, why would that be something that anybody would be like, nah, but that's not what we, we, that's not what you sold us. What type of demented, that's crazy. It makes me think of, remember when Jamelia kind of lost her job on Loose Women? Yeah. Basically saying that she doesn't think that it's okay that all high street shops are going up to like a size 30 because it's making it okay to have so many people that are overweight. Now, when we're living in a country with like, what are we on now? I think it's like 45% of people are are considered obese. How is that? like 45%. Yeah. Obese. That's not okay. That's like, actually, this is something that we all need to think about because in one moment you want to care about the NHS or health services and people dying. But in another breath, you're going to be like, no, Lizzo, stay fat. Eat what you like. What type of shit is this? It makes no sense. And I hope that Lizzo just gets to a nice, comfortable weight where she's able to shake her tail feather and dance as much as she wants to. Without hurting her knees, like literally, it really does affect your knees in your back when you're bigger. Anyway, yeah, pe- people get on my damn nerves. Like literally, you know, she does. Like she needed to just cuss some people. Sometimes folks need to get a cuss in, like a proper black woman cussing. Auntie Farah, why is it different from skin bleaching to being? No, let me talk about Lizzo first before you get onto this. I'm saying, I'm saying to Lizzo. Um,
2: in terms of in terms of body positivity, I hundred percent agree with everything that you said, Auntie Charley, Auntie Nana. It's supposed to be about you feeling positive within yourself and being happy and healthy with with the person you look at in the mirror. That's what it's supposed to be. This fucking body shaming bullshit is, is is nonsense. If you're too slim, you get cussed for being too slim. If you're too big, you get cussed for being too big. Like you said, flipping Adele wanted to be healthier. How can you cuss somebody for wanting to be healthier and live longer? Lizzo didn't say when she came out, I'm the fat chick and I'm going to be the fat chick forever. No one talks about, what's her name, Jennifer Hudson. She lost a bag of weight because she was unhealthy. So she wanted to be healthier. That's what people should be celebrating, you, you know, celebrate you on your journey. When you come out, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be that way all the time. Change is a good thing. Change can be a very, very positive thing. And that's what should be celebrated. She was, um, Lizzo was on um, David Letterman. And she said she doesn't want to be remembered as a black, fat girl who made music, she wants to be, you know, remembered for her talent, and that's what we should be talking about, the fact that she's gone on a smoothie diet, and the thing is she, the fact that she had to come out and say why she's done that as well, is ridiculous, be, as long as you are happy and healthy within yourself, that should be the focus, and that should be what we're, you know, positively promoting, that should be it, 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 in regards to bleaching your skin and losing weight, it is not the same thing, not at all, because if you bleach your skin, that means you have insecurities about the person who you are, the the color of you know what that represents you. Being fat or being slim isn't necessarily tied to you. Do you know what I mean? As a, as a, I don't know, I just feel like bleaching is a completely different thing. I can't explain it. I'm not being very um, articulate, but I just definitely feel like if you bleach your skin. It is not the same. You can't come out and say black positivity if you've gone and bleached your skin to be a shade lighter. You can't. It's not the same fucking thing
0: as if you lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) I think it, I think individually it is. I agree with everything you guys are saying. You think bleaching your skin is the same as losing weight? No, listen, in regards to the issues that, that causes someone to do those things, because you can be big and confident in being big and that's it. And then Health issues mean that okay, I need to slim down. There's that, or you could just be comfortably big and be comfortably big. Big. It's society's rulings and perspectives that influence why some people are not confident in being big, so that influences their behaviour to losing weight. It might not be health, It might not even be health related. It might be like I'm losing weight because actually society doesn't appreciate big body pe- women, especially women. Why well, actually men too, but women especially we get all the scrutiny when you're big you don't get the same appreciation and adoration as you get when you're slimmer. This is the same thing that applies to if you're darker and then if you're lighter. Do you understand? So the issues of society are the same instigators that cause people to do this the same thing. Because I couldn't. It's just the fact that I could be, I'm cool, right? But I could be on a day-to-day, look in the mirror. I love being dark, but every time I go outside, there's all these things that are feeding me, that takes away my confidence in being dark skin. So I'm gonna pick up the bleach and Kim, and again, you know what, I'm gonna to succumb to what society says. There could be a black, a fat person that's in the same situation where they look in the mirror and in their comfort of their own home or their community or their environment, they're confident being big, but the pressures of outside society rule starts to eat away at them and then they go and decide to lose the weight. The difference
2: is being overweight, a lot of times comes with a lot of health problems. I you understand do, that. You put bleach on your skin, you are causing yourself. No, yeah, I get it. But the, the thing is, the thing that, like, if we're talking about, ex- I'm not even talking about extremes,
0: there are cases, it's similar. Can I also okay. an
1: alternative?
0: Go on. Right. So I was thinking,
1: okay, right. If I was a Lizzo fan and I felt outraged, what could I relate it to? To me, it would be the same as if I liked her because she was a big woman, right? Not just because of her talent, right? So if I'm coming from that perspective, it would be the same as liking someone if I'm a vegan and I like them because they're vegan. And then five years down the line, they're like, not vegan anymore, decided to eat meat. That's I think is more comparable. Yeah, to, that's, that's a better way I mean, of thinking. It's deal. the same thing, but it's just- I don't, No, 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 I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think because don't, it's, it's so not the kind of But um, I think it's, I don't think it's necessarily right, by the way. But I think people, when they buy into someone or buy into their brand right. or something like that, they can feel betrayed if that person changes I get that psychology but I think that we as humans in general just need to understand that people change and that's okay and then you need to go with the change or you need to go to someone else that you like you know but you don't have the power to control someone and how they're gonna be it's just like Beyonce right do you know what I mean (laughs) this is very this is very, very least, acceptable. but but be honest. At one point, was doing this all this Miss Independent stuff. Yeah, do you know what I mean, like very, very Miss Independent. Then she's Mrs. Carter. What the fuck? <laughs> do you know what I mean, I thought Miss Independent. I thought, do you know what I mean? He was getting the bag. I'm like getting the bag. Now you're married. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like it just switched up. But because I'm not like, oh, you have to be one thing. That doesn't bother me. It just doesn't bother me. So it I think, you know, I think like fans need to just.
2: Calm down a
0: little bit,
2: just calm down Absolutely,
0: calm down a little bit We have Antoinette says, talking from a big girl's perspective, I'd love to lose some weight, yeah, I believe for my health I should be fitter, but that doesn't mean I want to lose weight to look different Yeah, it would be nice, but it's not the be all and end all of life Joanna says, however, Lizzo has made her brand about her larger size, while Adele was a bigger woman for her brand, was, but her brand was never about her body. And Antoinette says, there was a time that I was embarrassed to have my arms showing, cause I was conscious of how big they were, but then I turned 50 and thought, hun, everyone, yeah. <laughs> 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 they, are, they are my arms. Yeah, I feel good in what I'm wearing and that's all, that's all on me. Don't care what anyone else thinks. Cindy says, hesitant skinny commentary. <laughs> I think the issue is that we need to stop ignoring that fat girls have been okay, okay targets to critique and mock forever. Mm-hmm. That means zero tolerated that, however, is not necessarily a reason to ignore health issues. That's the complex part. And I hear that. That's very true. Yeah. And Iola says, it's not the same thing. It's like comparing sexual orientation and race. <laughs> I don't think so, Iola. I just know
2: you don't think so. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: yes. an argument, it's so weird. I- Tasha says the woman did a detox and the whole world went mad. It says a lot about society more than her. Mm-hmm. And Red Border says 100% Auntie Sade. I think we can unanimously say that the bleaching scenario and weight is not the same. Let,
1: let's let's do a poll though. Like
0: if you like, like, think because you think. <laughs> I, logically, I just think there's gonna be, there's two, there's a fat person and a dark skin person on the same trajectory and are changing themselves for the same reasons. I don't see, I just, there were definitely, if, if, it's, if it's one, there's one, two, there's, there's two people on this earth that are changing themselves for the same reason, so it's the same thing. That's where my brain computes it.
1: Mm.
0: It's, it's interesting, and I do see, you, you said one thing about like society, and then Farah <laughs> said, yeah, but the health implications I, I did think actually, depending on where you are in the world, being lighter and darker has fundamental health implications because your life your your work, your the amount of income you're gonna have, your life in poverty as a as opposed to actually having some wealth those are really they, they are very prevalent like there there's real, real life implications to you being I like say the you, can go further, you can go further so then you do have health implications really because you could have a life of poverty or you could invest in a bleaching cream and move up in society but I you know, you I'm can be not... the opposite though, because in some countries
1: as well, if the bigger you are, the more wealth. Yes, exactly. You are. Do you know what I mean? Kind of. I exactly. think, I don't. Think, but I, don't but I think that negates that argument.
0: Sorry. There's always an either or, isn't it? And also the health implications. I'm talking about someone who's not losing weight for health implications. They're losing weight because of society's influence on the negativities that people that fat people get, and that's the same thing. That's is that? that- if you've got negativities for being dark skin and you let that get into you, then you draw for the um, scream. And it might be not that every day you don't wake up thinking you hate your dark skin, you love your dark skin, but yet because of society's negativities towards dark skin, you let those things influence you. That's the same thing as a fat person who doesn't mind being big, but lets the outside issues of society get to them. So it's not even that they're unhealthy fat, they're just big, but they let, they succumb to the issues of society. I, don't,
1: I just don't understand that they're happy but they let society get to them.
0: That's what people do though, isn't it? If, but, they're yeah. not well, they're, they're not, but then it's but this is the problem when you that's why the question at the beginning was do you believe them if they say that they're body positive? Because there's some people that talk, you know the people the loudest people. Right.
1: Okay. I think that is an interesting question. That's that, is, that that is an interesting question because that is what I wonder about are people telling the truth? Because I think yeah. on Instagram, sometimes it's very easy to post pictures and say, hey, I'm happy. And then, yeah, okay, yeah. Then if you're then doing a juice diet, oh.
0: well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's my, that's my fundamentally my point. It's just the fact that it's just the process is the same. It's not uh, genuinely they're not being stubborn on purpose. I don't see why people can't see the similarities because it just seems so black and white. Like it's the same thing. Because
2: no. how Auntie Sadeh just framed it is not how you framed it. You didn't frame it like that. What did I say? You, you you said you were talk. We were talking about Lizzo and her losing weight and how people feel about her losing weight. And then you compared it to look at me. I love my dark skin and I'm going to go and bleach. How would you feel about me if I went and did that? It's not the it's not the same thing because she's not saying she at no point has she come forward and said that it's for any it's because of society. She's not come forward and said that. What you're saying now, you are... No, say, that was just me exploring different, different
0: scenarios. I was exploring different scenarios. It wasn't about Lizzo per se. Liz, yeah. As far as we know, Lizzo is proud of being big and she just wants to be healthy. Well that,
1: but I wonder if, because I'm not a Lizzo fan, so I don't know, I wonder if that is a reaction to her brand rather than her actual
2: brand. Right. Definitely. I, I wonder whether that... Right. going back to what you well, said I is the, so the question the question is going back to what you said the question is are uh, is that person happy F- because for me you cannot be genuinely happy if you're going to bleach yourself you can't be genuinely no, happy can't. with, your, yeah, with that's yeah, yeah. you yeah. Can't be. So, yeah. that's, so that answers that question and if someone yeah. is losing weight because they're not happy about how they look that is that isn't it it's not yeah. the same thing as you're not happy with yourself and you change yourself it's exactly. like That's it. But get it. surgery because they're not happy with yeah. how they look. I want to have bigger boobs. I'm not happy with big. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I mean. Like the two, the yeah. comparison exactly. for me wasn't working. Yeah, but the only thing is for me is like because people, and
0: maybe that's why I didn't expand, people present themselves as being happy in that situation. And, and you yeah, can, what is <laughs> come with the fire? Okay, <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say though, really, the comparison, the more we've actually dug into it, I can absolutely see that. It really is very similar, <laughs> actually. Actually, there's varying degrees on both sides, but I actually can see that the seeds of it are very, very similar, really. Like, it's it's an interesting one, but um, yeah. Ronald has come with a fire. So, <laughs> all right, so Tasha says, Auntie Nana, this is a reach. I think this is a reach. Okay, Auntie AK, (laughs) I hear you. It's societal influence. Cindy says, society 100% gets to us as women. Women's valuation and success metrics are based on how we appear. I get you, Auntie AK. Joanna says, although being big is unhealthy, not everyday McDonald's, sometimes smoothies. I hear you, I try, I try. (laughs) And Ronald says, where does wearing wigs or extensions fit into this discussion? Is it because women are unhappy with their hair? Well... Can I just can I just get more pepper for myself? Cindy says same thing. Fuck you. Ria has also said I understand, Auntie A.K. completely. <laughs> but we just touch on Ronald's Okay. Because again, that <laughs> does enter into an interesting so sensitive, an, an interesting segue. I kind of feel triggered.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm not triggered. I'm not sure yeah, i I think it's always interesting because this does come up a lot. And I for me personally, like I wear lots of different hairstyles. As you see on the show, I change my hair probably every month, every two weeks, that sort of thing. Because that's what I like to do. Like my hair is my creativity, that's how I express myself, kind of thing. It's got nothing to do with me not liking my hair. And also I've done that from young really for fashion reasons really and truly i always thought like why can't i have that look what's to say that i can't change my look every week or i can't have long hair down to my bum one week and a blunt fringe and then next week i've got shiny bumps and the next week i can do this like it's all about expression for me i know that's not necessarily for a lot of people but it is all about expression for me but my hair is very healthy i really like it another thing is I remember one time that like, I was wearing my natural hair out a lot. And actually, I don't even know how to say this. I was brought up Muslim, So when we was um, younger, we used to cover our hair a lot. And like, I think like sometimes when you have your hair out, it's like too sensitive. I don't even know how to explain this, but it's just too sensitive to me. Do you know what I mean? I don't think everyone should get the privilege of seeing my hair and having access to it. I know
2: that sounds mm-hmm. a bit weird, but that's,
1: right, that, that's it. me. that's, okay. that. that's-
2: I, t- I totally understand what you mean and also you can't have any and anyone touching your hair. You, you know, you've got to be careful who you let have their hands in your hair. If a person has bad energy and they put their hands in your hair, I firmly believe that it will come out in that. That's why I don't let Auntie AK do my hair anymore. <laughs> 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 Those just jokes. I can like, change my hair. It doesn't mean that I'm not happy with my hair. Like, I just like to have different styles. It's just, like you said, it's an expression. It's an extension of ex- an expression of me. You know, that's what I feel anyway. Sometimes I, I like to wear my hair in a wrap. Sometimes extensions, sometimes
0: out. I think, for me,
2: um, mm-hmm. long may my
0: hairdressing... And listen, Auntie Farah, being my first ever client at age 16, you love me doing your hair. I um, do. <laughs> <laughs> We're still <doing> it, bitch. <laughs> um... Like, you know, I've been a hairdresser and sometimes I feel like I'm a crack dealer because I'm, you know, I, I, I succumb to the relaxing, the weaving and everything. And I do have flip floppy views about, I think there's people like Auntie Shardae and myself and Auntie Nano and Farah, uh, we show our hair and we will wear a wig and we'll wear extensions and all that type of stuff. And I haven't worn it for years, but there's less issue because we will show our hair. For me, it's the women that, re- the black women that refuse and will, as a, and a, coming from hair um, hairdresser frustration, women that will rather wear a wig that's askew, uh, <laughs> roots that are 10 foot high and then straight rattiness on top, a broken down relaxer, but that you would rather that than your own natural hair because you succumb to, again, society's negativity and what we've culturally in, 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 inhaled, that's negativity about ourselves and our look and our hair, that you would rather anything that's so far away from who we are naturally European styles are what you worship and what you value value as beauty so that's the conversation so that's where that applies but it's very hard to have that conversation because black people black women it's a it's a our hair is a different type of thing we are so creative it's about we can And, and 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 I've been in spaces with white women who've actually said, oh my gosh I wish I could do that with my hair and it's a genuine envy it's not like a patronizing it's a genuine like they can't come in to work with extensions one day, a wig one day, uh, afro the next day. They cannot because, and they have to have bob, straight, short, sh- you know. They're, they're limited. They have a blonde, brunette, ginger, whatever. There's limitations. We are so creative and expressive with the styles. It's gone beyond. I think the hair in, the black hair industry and black women in our hair. It's gone beyond it being about. And I definitely think in the beginning it was about having emulating the um, our oppressors. Now it's such an expression of whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter the colours, the lengths, and all that type of stuff. But fundamentally, if you're scared to show your natural hair because you believe it makes you ugly, that's a conversation and that there's truth in that. I think that Ronald is touching on something that is very factual. and We kind of do skate around this issue quite a bit as black women and I think in, in any debate group, there will always be the with debate that will get like a thousand comments and men will always ask this and women will justify lots of things. But then I follow quite a few accounts that I love a, a makeover and they're, I'm probably on like 10 accounts now where black women have damaged their hair so much through styling where they have so many different bold patches and you, they they are having to go back to a relaxer to kind of cover up the damage because it was more healthier than having weaves and we kind of seem to and these are all ages and lots of them are like 50, 60 years old because this is 30, 40 years of weaving and doing shit to their hair so as they get older and naturally you know your hair follicles change and everything else they now have so many different bold patches and this is it is a part of of the kind of internalized racism that we've taken on that we're not good enough like it it really is a part of it that's in us and if we don't look at it in lots of different ways that it manifests itself because it isn't always we're good at being creative with it we're good at being creative um, about running away from our trauma. So we can dress it up in style, but sometimes we just have to look in the mirror. And why I was saying that, I was triggered because I see it in myself. Sometimes it's like, I could just have an Afro out, but then I'll start critiquing the curl and it'll just be like long, I'm going to put on a head wrap. Well, I don't think and it's everyone's experience though. It, it isn't, it isn't, it's not, yeah, it, is. it isn't. But I, I'm I I well. saying that it is an internalized perspective are not being okay with everything about you. And yeah. I think that these are the things that actually, it's it, it's like, I don't know. I would say, I don't think that there is a black person who doesn't have some form of this if you've been put through a Western education system or you're brought up in a Western country. I don't think there's anybody that's, that's removed themselves unless you can say, I did all the work to really be working through this. We're all damaged in different ways. And it's just how it manifests itself. And our manifestations can be very creative in running away from it. But there is a harsh truth that there's a similarity in bleaching and weaving and not being able to show your natural form. I think they all work together and some people have all of them you'll never see your their hair you'll never see their natural skin color you're and 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 they're now having plastic surgery like there's degrees to the to the to the separation from self
2: all of those things come with a level of not being not being fully happy with oneself again you know like what's that body dysmorphia a lot of that stuff comes with there's an element of that in, in with regards to the hair i think we are in a better place now yeah. that might be because of social media where it's it's far more easier for us as black women black men to go and explore what to do with our hair types you know learn different things so in terms of a woman that's had a weave for the last like 40 years and never had her hair out you know she'll discover that that's what was wrong she never yes. let her hair breathe she mm-hmm. never had the right processes she didn't use the right oils those sort of things I mean even me now as a 40 odd year old 43 year old woman when I was like if you had told me 20 years ago that father you're gonna rock your hair I'd be like shut the fuck up bring me the cream crack do you know what I mean and now I'm like later I'll never perm my hair again but that's because I'm in a place now where I embrace my hair frizz and all And even being natural for uh, like decades, I've been natural now. But even with that, I'm still learning things because Mm -hmm. who knew that you could do all these different things? And then it's like you sometimes you watch these women and you feel like that should be my pattern. Why is my hair not like that? And you have to, again, learn to embrace your own pattern. But that is a journey. That's why they call it a hair journey. And, you know. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I'm very I'm very grateful to the fact that these conversations are being had now and these people are putting forward different ways that you can, you know, manage your hair and naturally as well. So I, I'm very happy about that. But equally, I will still rock extensions all the time if I feel like it. And But I just realized that I can't have it in constantly. I've got to give my hair a break from that shit sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. equally, I can't have my hair out constantly. I've got to give my hair a break from that sometimes. It's just about managing whatever it is that you have, I suppose, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I hear, I hear it. But I just I, I just don't think it's one size fits all. Do you know what I mean? I really don't. And I think that there are people that even though you go through a certain system that you can rebel against that system, you can reject the system. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I, I think that that is maybe not the norm, but a lot of people do that. I think I've just never been one of those people who've had curl pattern envy. Like, I just, just haven't you know, and I just don't, I don't know. I don't know why. I really don't know why that is the case. But, and also the people I was around when I was growing up didn't have that either. So my, that I was was in, wasn't really like, that wasn't the issue. Now, if you're talking about Body dysmorphia, that was an issue. I actually watched a show with my niece the other day called Me*. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I watched one episode, it's the most toxic thing ever. But, and I was thinking, why is this affecting me so much? And it was just like, ah, it's triggering. It was triggering memories of like me thinking I'm too big at like a size eight or a size 10. Do you know what I mean? And those kind of things. I definitely had that, but not the hair stuff. Do you know what I mean? So I've, I've, I've always seen it as like, and I think I think because I was in a world where everything was so chaotic around me, my hair was one thing I could control, right? Yeah. That's the one way I could express myself. Do you know what I mean, kind of thing? And like, and also my 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 eating and all that kind of stuff was one thing I could control as well. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's I, I don't know. It's interesting. It's I, I'm learning, I guess, kind of thing. It's interesting.
0: Um, before we go to the comments, I wouldn't say it, it's exactly about your bubble because I remember having a conversation with someone. And saying, I don't know. Even just when Lupita Leongo became the poster girl of black beauty for her time when she first came into the scene, and people were like challenging why black women thought she was beautiful because they didn't think she was beautiful, they didn't understand it. And I was like, actually, and I've had people challenge the people that I view as beautiful because they think everything I say is political because I'm so black power, black panther, whatever. So when I say this black dancing woman is beautiful, it was challenged. People didn't believe it, and I'm like, but I grew up in a very black household where the women and aunties that I saw that I had no choice not even no choice that was my vision so the people who I thought were beautiful were black women so obviously when I go out into the world I'm gonna see that beauty in black women Whoopi goldberg was beautiful to me but everyone was cussing her because my aunt one of my favorite aunties looked like Whoopi goldberg so it's all these type of things it is about it really is about the bubble that you're in and what you let break into your protective yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. All right. So, Iola says, makes perfect sense, Auntie Sade. Our hair is our antenna to the ether. Hair is very spiritual. As an empath, I keep my love ya, ya head wrap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In certain environments. Um, Tasha says, preach, Auntie AK, about the lopsided wig. Aquia says, I get the hair discomfort. I once had human hair extensions. I felt so bad, I took them out 24 hours later. I personally can't wear any hair that mimics white hair, but that's personal to me and I don't judge others. But I do find black women in white hairstyles a bit weird, I'll be honest. Cindy says, talk the tings, Auntie Nana. Thank you, Cindy. Um, Joanna says, the pressure on women, it's a lot. Nicholas says, tonight's chat is fire. <laughs> uh, Red Border says, but Auntie Farah, you have good hair. Oh, please. Okay. <laughs> <Come on> <laughs> <laughs> Replying to Red Border, so we, we have gotten into good hair and bad hair. <laughs> Uh, Tasha says, I've never worn a wig or a weave, but as soon as I choose to lock my hair, black people were saying, why are you doing that? You have good hair. I always challenge that. What do you mean by that? We have a long way to go. We do. And yeah. queer uh, says, whoop, whoop, Nana, the boog- biggest lie in the world is that black people do not have internalized, I guess that would probably be racism. Even all these words such as hair pattern, hair type, managing, curl pattern or point to a dissatisfaction but it's not a criticism, these terms don't exist in Africa, full of Africans because all you have is hair. I would challenge that oh, I, would agree. Agree. I would challenge that because at home we have issues for sure. They definitely have yeah. a in. Western influence is a big deal in, in Africa actually. I said I say Western influence on the beauty standards affects the whole world. Yeah, I don't know. They might not dominate, but they definitely. When he
1: was growing up, like
2: because I don't know, just didn't have those. I don't know, man. See, when I was growing up, it it was good hair and bad hair, and like it's yeah. it's funny that that conversation because good hair was not something that would have been associated with me growing up. So it's weird, and, and I would just say that it, managing styles is managing learning to manage your own hair. Like you learn to manage everything when you grow up, isn't it? Like you know. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the products that our parents used to use on us, it was products that were made for predominantly white, white people, wasn't it? There wasn't really that many black yeah. hair shampoos and moisturizers and, and I mean, stuff like that.
0: Carl's curly perm juice. I know white people can't <laughs> use that. <laughs> 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 I think really I really what was really really that really
2: green, green, really um, wax, green man. grease in it? Oh, yeah. shit, what, Dax. Dax. No, not Dax. You not Dax. Blue magic. we the blue one as well. Yeah, blue yeah. magic, yeah, blue magic. Oh, that, yeah. that sounds like lethal. <laughs> I used and it. sometimes <laughs> the straight
0: Vaseline in the hair, yeah, and sulfur.
2: I remember that was oh, so good. If you've got braids in though, and your head's scratching, you get some yeah. sulfur spray, man. That
0: is yeah. like golden. don't lay down with a person, a nary a person. <laughs> 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 um, okay, we must move on, but just any kind of final wrap mm. up? Before we move on because this is a we got to do an after after dark about. about. I, 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 hey! we, do, we do need to do a beauty one. We, we like, do. We do a beauty we do. combo. We do. Because I was thinking, um, definitely, you know, th- even that bubble. So I would say that my bubble was probably less toxic than some people, but yeah. there still there was still the whole thing of it wasn't called relaxing then, so it was like the Jerry curl, but then yeah. I, I think it was like a softener. My mum used to call it. Yeah. So it would be. It's texturizer. not like my hair. Was it wasn't a texturizer. It was literally like it was a looser curl, but it oh. wasn't. It wasn't a curly perm. I had curly perms, and out of the curly perm, it would be like a softener. It was like your hair is too hard if you don't do the softener in it, which I think mm. is probably a light texturizer to just loosen it. Is it, it? It would have the same effect as blow dry in my hair, I guess, but it would last longer. So there was always that type of thing. And the first time I used the relaxer, I was, I was quite young. I was probably about eight. But I was very much okay. in the bubble of, I didn't know about dark skin until I went to a certain primary school. And then it became a thing because everybody was dark. So skin colour wasn't the thing, but hair definitely was. Then, it definitely was. For then me. came like dark skin, but because I had so many years of being like "you're beautiful," being told "you're beautiful" constantly, it w- it w- didn't penetrate in the same way. So there is so many things that you don't even know, and then you go out into the world, and people come to you with stuff, and it is a bit like "rah," I didn't even know this was this was a thing to you, but then you kind of internalize it. I think mean, this would be a brilliant discussion to we have. have to, and we, gotta and go we gotta go. Move on to aunties know best. Now, you people, you know you got problems. You better tell us what's your problem. We'll resolve it for you. I've Auntie, got a dilemma. There go, Auntie Nana. We've got problems to solve, man. I need you guys to help me. This, this is actually like quite indicative of what we've been speaking about, and I didn't oh. even think about it. Right. So, 2000s, everybody remembers Sean John, yeah? The velour tracksuits. Yeah. I couldn't mm-hmm. afford it. <laughs> okay. So, I never had. Them. And I always wanted a Sean John tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Now there are Sean John tracksuits in Misguided. And I put the three colors that it comes in navy blue, a maroon, and I think there was like um, green velour tracksuit pants in a cart. And then as I was about to purchase them, I thought, I'm too old. You're 40. <laughs> you wanted to bust these when you were 20 maybe you need to let it go but it's been on my mind like i should get it and then another voice is like you're too old like let it go you don't want to be that auntie in the party that is still wearing a mini skirt and platforms so uh, please help me should i the velour tracksuit it is also a crop top tracksuit should i do
2: this this is a
0: go on go on go on
2: i was gonna say i'm a firm believer of do what makes you fucking happy yeah like you're going on like you you're you've got a zimmer frame <laughs> and like you know what i mean you need to use one of them toilets that's a chair <laughs> you're not that old yet like relax in it like i will wear i like the. i would buy it if i saw it and i liked it i like a nice tracksuit. With a crop top, like a crop tracksuit, like this is actually cropped right now. Oops. I quite like that. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Um but, and as for wearing mini skirts, if you've got the legs to do it, which you have, get them out. Because one day you won't be able to get them out. Because as I said, you'll be in a zimmer frame or you'll be on one of those toilets. <laughs> I'm too shallow. <laughs> <laughs> And I just also say before, before Auntie Shadi speaks, what did um, Regina Hall say? She said she got to celebrate, man. Like I'm an old bitch today, but so what? Celebrate, isn't it? Yeah, I think where will you,
1: like, man? As long as as long as you're not being indecent, <laughs> That's where you want, man. Seriously, like, I just I don't have any I, like I'll shop from anywhere as long as it looks good. Do you know I me? Mean? Like, I I really don't care as long as I th- I think it looks good on my body. And that's all that I, I care about, man. It's like, cool. get get the, um, do you know what I got the other day? Actually, this is a little while ago now. But like, at the time, I didn't have a machino belt. I had to get one of those, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to, <laughs> had to. <laughs> had to. <laughs> like, seriously, i seriously. Now I can. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get that.
0: So, yeah, just do you, man. Do you. Just, what's, what's the problem? I think I get, I do get the, I do get the, um, Stepping lightly into certain things when it seems like you're trying to hold on to your youth and not move forward because they I think you do grow up with this assumption that when you turn a certain certain stages of your life It's like okay, then the skirts have got to come longer You've got to start looking at Marks and a lot more affectionately than you used to and stuff like that so I get the mental transition and we, I mean, we, you know, the phrase "mutton of as lamb," and then you exactly. know, the middle-aged man in his um, velour tracksuit and his um, and his uh, what to call it sports car. There's these cultural stereotypes that afforded to older. The older you get, that if you don't let go of some of your youthly behaviours, you're criticised and looked down upon. But it is ultimately whether or not you look good, and and unfortunately, it is a little bit of like because even you, Sheldon, you're saying don't be indecent. But if you are that, especially if you're young, you know, some. When I was younger, I used to go to Knickerbox, and wear those knicker box, knicker box outfits to a rave. So I'd have a knicker shorts on and a vest. Or a, a, a knicker, like it was supposed to be like a nightdress. But I'd wear it to a rave. And I I, I don't know. Yeah. If my body was of that type now, I don't think I could do that. Because I'm like, I am 40 something. How can I go into a rave wearing that? But even if my body was appropriate. So I think there's. A level it has to be in context,
2: though.
1: Do you know what I mean? I mean
2: yeah, it, really it has is. to be in context. No, think, no, it does. Because do we might go on holiday and you might still feel like you could wear that. Yeah, and what? that's really true. But that's what I'm saying. But I just think it, I
0: understand the mental battle with whether this makes sense. And I think for you, Nan, Auntie Nano, it's just a matter of if you're really going to wear it. And if you have the money to buy something that's going to probably sit in your cupboard because you're going to look at it, take it out, I can't wear it today. I can't wear it today. Because I kind of <laughs> feel slightly, teeny bit about the... Ivy Park stuff that I ran and bought because it's like (laughs) I've got got the dress and then the dress looks banging but I do feel like the day that I wear it I'm gonna feel I I, I just feel quite I know it looks good but I feel conscious like oh big woman what are you wearing Ivy Park for it's just a mental battle. Ivy Park is married by a 14 year old woman. No I listen listen it's not it's okay, no, no, but, but I, mean, I, re- I, reject that, I reject that
1: whole kind of premise like, <laughs> of no,
0: what I can wear, wear at what age. Like,
2: who no, are no, you I mean, but
0: it is. I'll wear what the fuck I want.
2: No, it's just that like
0: little bit of mental, like, oh, is that okay? You know
1: but, but this is what <laughs> you're saying, like, why <laughs> yeah. are you allowing that to take up space in your brain? Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? I don't,
0: because I'll wear what I wear, because I still wear a shit. I mean, you look, okay, I yeah, wear yeah. what I want, because... You all cuss me for dressing like a supply teacher. I wear what I want in it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, yeah. I must say, I don't. I don't have that thing of like I'm with you, Auntie Charlotte. I, I don't have this thing of I'm too old to wear. I wear what I want as long as I feel comfortable in it. And yeah. like you know, I don't like. It might be a case of that doesn't look right on my body. That's that's what will stop that's, me from wearing something. That's different. Not yeah, not because oh I feel like I'm too old. I shouldn't wear ripped jeans. I'm 43 now. I should only wear fucking khaki trousers. No. no like, not anymore. I think so, it's a I think it's a
0: fair <laughs> I think it's a fair consideration, but yeah. you shouldn't let it dominate your whole being and going out in life. Uh, but I don't know that's the thing. I think like fair accor-
1: according to who. Do you know what I mean? Because if we're in this like we're yeah. in a society that constantly tells us what we should and shouldn't do. But who are they standards set by? That's why I'm just saying like we need to reject those. Because but that's what I mean like, is like the social that oh, is like yeah. socially
0: controlling women. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That same, that's, that's by a certain exactly. age, you should be this kind of thing. Yeah. That's, that's just what I mean. Like it's it's under I understand where that comes from because it's exactly what you're saying. But exactly as you lot are saying, you can't let it dominate because I will wear my Ivy Park dress. But trust me that I'll be like, guys, I was a little bit nervous wearing it because I felt I'm a little bit self-conscious, but I will wear it. Do you know what I mean? So I, I it's just the understanding where that reservation comes from. By your fingers, I actually would love a Sean John trackie as well. So what's the point? I don't understand. It's a tracksuit. No, I didn't know. No, I didn't no. know. I would buy one. I would feel great. I could buy one. That's okay. That's okay. I, don't I don't know. know. I, don't I, I know. can buy it. All right. Thank you. Let's get some <laughs> comments, comments, comments.
1: All right. So, <laughs> sorry, I sorry.
0: says, The crop top part changed my mind. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> and Camille says, You live once, live your life. And Trinette says, Auntie Nana, get it. Don't worry what people think. Where you're happy. Do you boo? Okay. Nicola says, buy it, try it on. If you like it, keep it. If not, return it. For Very real. Much. And Antoinette says, I'm looking to get in a Sergio Tassini tracksuit and an old school feeler one. Ooh. I'm doing it. Yeah, I love oh, that. No, no. <laughs> Says, I bet the auntie at the party in the mini skirt doesn't give a fuck about what other people think. She knows what people think of her, and she knows that it's their problem, not hers. Oh, her real, story. absolutely. Um, real Tina, cool. Beyonce's mom has plenty of older friends on her Insta rocking Ivy Park. She does. And she, she does. She I will. I will. I will get it. I will get the tracksuit. I'll probably wear you it. You got to wear it. Yeah. You got to wear it. <laughs> For the culture. So I have two things for the culture. You can pick what you want to talk about. So one of them is Instagram has now going to alert you to when someone screenshots a DM, DM. And this obviously benefits creeping men. And also, have you guys heard that December 21st is apparently when Black people's full powers will get activated? Because on December 21st, what's going to happen? Stars are going to align. It's the winter solstice... And two planets will appear nearly aligned, resulting in an event so uncommon. Jupiter and Saturn will look like a double planet for the first time since the Middle Ages. And apparently, when this happens, Black people, whatever's internally in us is going to come out and we're going to be super superstars. <laughs> are you lot prepared for this? What do you think your power is? And September 21st, where are you going to be? What are you going to do to first execute your powers if they ignite? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing now because this is right up your fucking street. It is, isn't it? I know it is. It is, it is, it is. It's like, it's like you You know that I've been <laughs> soaking lots of stuff on December the 21st. That's why I'm laughing. Well, obviously, I want to talk about that. But I also want to talk about the DMing thing. I don't get that. Why would they alert people that you're screenshotting a DM? Because it's about privacy and safety and security. So basically, you know, it's. I think it's to save, you know, like for dick pics and if you want proof. I don't know. I, I don't see why it's useful. And it, it's Well, well like it, you know, like revenge porn and all yeah, that other yeah, of of stuff. So. Yeah. So people screenshotting to share stuff around, but it doesn't benefit us poor women who are being duped by scrupulous men, unscrupulous men. <laughs> you know, we want to cash them out, and send our sure. friends of
2: shit messages that they're sending. <laughs> No, it doesn't, uh, oh no! Actually, there's a bit more to that story. So, isn't it that they can delete the chat as well? Yes. So it's, yes. yes. So that's it. It's not just like because the thing is, originally I was like, "Yes, I want you screenshot it," and then what? They call you and say you screenshot it, and I say, "Yeah." And what's your problem? But yes. then it's like they can delete the whole chat. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a little bit more than just. It's, it's really
0: yeah. it's really like it was made by a man who was like, "I've been caught too many times. I'm probably." <laughs> I'm about to blow up internet, I mean, Instagram, because
2: allow me, <coughs> no. Wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow. When your oh, missus, you missus gets sent the screenshot, uh, your missus gets sent the sent screenshot, and then you can say, I ain't got nothing, look look at my phone. That's what I'm you saying. Know? There ain't nothing on my phone. That's not me, that's fake. But you could record the screen conversation. You could just go through yeah. and
0: record the screen. It's just okay. gonna make people more wily about how they catch people out. It's never gonna, you're, put it this way, let's, let's get it clear cheating will always be found out it's just yeah. it even if it's 20 30 years longer you will find you will be caught you will be caught so no matter what but instagram you're shady for this and you're working with the men i guess i know women cheat too but we're more sh- clever with it sorry it is what it is we don't do <laughs> things like send our tits on a fucking dm Caught. Cool. we do our things different ways so yeah no that was my only things onto dming but on December the 21st (laughs) is that Jupiter and Saturn are going to be facing each other and it hasn't happened. I think we're going on, I think it could be 800 years or something like that. It's a large number since that has taken place. And for certain people, they have probably been having things activating within them anyway, but this equinox has been written about since the Mayans And it's supposed to be a really big one. So yes, I've been trying to avoid meat very unsuccessfully though. Meditating as usual and getting tingling. And just like, I don't think anything poof happens on the 21st, but certain people with eumenilin, they they're experiencing different things taking place this year. So we'll see, we'll see. But it's not its not everybody that is black is going to activate because not everybody that is black ha- it has all of the powers within them. So in this article that I found, it says, look, it says um, if you search t- December 21st on Twitter, this is an article on the Mary Sue um, website, you'll be greeted with memes and vague tweets about something and somebody's honestly i should probably shouldn't be writing about this i shouldn't be detailing what's going down on the winter solstice and just let our oppressors be surprised when some of us start b- <laughs> water bending because yeah we don't hate the water we created that stereotype to hide our truth so basically it's about it's about to go down to be honest and people just <laughs> i would like to think that my inner fucking amazingness is going to come out and all my little stupid black women insecurities are going to disappear and i'm just going to be unleashing white lights all around me <laughs> <laughs> just anything i do touches it's just like... i don't have to just worry about that and i can eat what i like do what i like and everything's all kosher. yeah i don't know I, just, I i would like to hope that i wake up to a bigger awakening and understanding of myself and the shit around me and can preempt bollocks and avoid it like a stealth ninja that's what i hope but you could absolutely do that anyway. Yes, I know, but I'd love to have the December twenty first ignition button. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Is this the magic day? Yes. Yeah, December the twenty first is um, what gonna, when going unlocked when all when all the stars aligned and if you have your like, but you have superpowers anyway, so. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: So literally no, yeah, Jade's just going to start embracing her superpowers and just going to start Floating when we meet her, she'll be floating It doesn't yeah,
1: I don't think anything's going to happen guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch oh, yeah. when is Beaming from Saturn, don't try it, next <laughs> Tuesday See where we are <laughs> If you just think over the next Decade
1: mm-hmm.
0: I just think there'll be a change In humans yeah. And and we'll start to see it There'll be a change and it'll be like Oh yeah, that started at the end of 2020 So just remember Over the next decade, people, there's going to be Way more people that have What may be considered a bit of a Superpower, not a superpower like They can shoot down a plane or whatever They're just going to be more in touch with their Gifts That's what's going to take We'll definitely be able to shoot down planes
1: Sorry, if he had a superpower, what would you want it to be? Teleportation,
0: really? Yes, where would you tell Why would you want to teleport?
2: Why not? Okay, I'm in Grenada, I'm Uh, back. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Do
0: you have to do this every time? Yes. Super superpower, super, power, super power. I'd like to be a time traveller. Mm. Oh, I might yes, get killed.
2: Like, what? <laughs> if, you're caught, if you land in a
0: war or something.
2: Yeah, if I was a time traveller, I feel like I'd want to go back like to certain periods of time and fix some people's business. And I feel like what if I got stuck there and couldn't get back to my time machine unless it was like, the ability to travel in time was within me because then that's yeah. different, I suppose, right? No, no machine. But, I, but imagine like you went back and you went back to like, I don't know, flipping America in the slave days or some shit like that. Like, I feel like I would be that person that got killed because imagine, imagine like I had to do this to travel in time. But they changed me and I couldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> travel in time. It's too much of a process. Just go. Mm, like, <laughs> that's, man, that's, man, that's, that's my point. Because a lot of times <laughs> these superheroes, they have <laughs> to do something, don't they? to activate
0: yeah, what do it? Have to do in um what's the one she used to twiddle her nose what's yeah.
2: that her? Yeah. and like dream of genie used to do that that's yeah. why I
0: I we don't need dance moves out here
2: <laughs> <laughs> a
0: twiddle of the nose a twiddle of the nose will do or, or bold closing you know, your eyes going into meditation and then you can just go somewhere and hmm. come back again what time would you shadow? do um
1: so I used to think to be able to like um, blow stuff up and fly. I really wanted to do that. But then uh, <laughs> I mean, we have this conversation quite a lot, <laughs> you can probably imagine, um, me and my niece. And she was talking about being able to stop time. Just like, yes, yes. 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 do you know what I mean? Just That's being able to, yeah. I, I'm thinking I might change to that. That would be amazing. One. Mine is well, you, know, like,
2: you know like the guy in, um, what's it called? Uh, X-Men. And he can't stop time, but he can move through time really quickly. Oh, yeah, 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 That's a pretty cool power, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Stopping time or moving through time in a
0: way that doesn't, so that I can just get things done. Yeah. Catch up with everything. And just, I think it's that. And also a little bit of time travel so I can re- to correct some wrongs and also predict, so I can avoid. But so it might be that like butterfly effect. Yes, mm. exactly. There's that, too. I have uh, have the best series that you guys need to watch. I'm just getting a name because I've been binging on it today. Um, It is called, oh, it's flipping brilliant. It is Tales from the Loop. I hope somebody (laughs) else has watched this. Tales from the Loop on Amazon Prime. And literally it's all about realities out of space technologies, there's mm-hmm. there's a parallel like what we were talking about, like a parallel world, like the two two of them meet and they live together. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, a wow. girl time and spend oh, it's just the best series ever. I've definitely watched. Like,
1: okay, oh, yeah, me too. Tells from the
0: loop. Mm-hmm. So, tells from the loop. Oh. It's brilliant, it's brilliant. Amazon Prime. It. Okay, that
1: might be me tonight.
0: Then we can talk about it. Uh, right, we have. Oh, apparently, today we have reached 100 messages in our chats. So that's what. Oh, somebody was asking what date that is the 21st of December, that is winter solstice. Um, me nee says, I swear, Auntie AK, you low key, not low-key, no. women cheating because you're better at it. No no, it no, 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 but we are. No, 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 no. And a queer says, I was like, yes, 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 tell you said crop top. Buy it, buy it. It will either suit you or it will give us a laugh at Christmas. It's so horrible. <laughs> 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 um, Antoinette said I'll report back next week how me and my superpower fare and who has succumbed to my queen pettiness <laughs> <laughs> um, Queer says our gifts have already started activating, there's a lot of work to do to prepare but a lot of it is about letting go of the lives in this reality and that's hard to do uh, anything else? And Ronald said, if you could change one historical event, what would it be? That's a good Ooh. one. Oh, mate. Wow, 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 wow. One you know what
1: See when that first boat, yeah, came. Start, yeah. That's, that's, that's I'll it. change it so
0: that no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's that because once that is, every single thing I'd say after that, because I was going to say... The only
2: thing is with that, there'd be a whole bunch of people that didn't necessarily exist. But we don't know that. We they'd... don't know. You could be much better. Yeah, it's true. No, I feel like we'd be better. Don't get me wrong. I feel like we'd be better. And you know what? Destinies and the stars align for a certain reason. So who's meant to be here will be here. I take it back.
0: Yeah, because if you stop the boat, then... <laughs>
2: <laughs> anything, stop the boat, man. Stop the boat, then anything... Or... Or no, I was gonna say something really controversial, but I won't. I'll just say, stop the boat.
1: Oh, <laughs> no, I'm so intrigued now.
2: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my, I'm like, Ambush the boat. Ambush the boat. Of
2: course. that's <laughs> not. <a controversial laughs> that's not a that's how are you gonna stop the boat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My boat's bigger than your that's boat. That's facts. I no. got a boat too. A a I l- to get on my boat.
0: I wouldn't even mind if we had the cannibal reputation stereotype. If it's a fact, that's what we did to stop. <laughs> them coming on the shore like not yeah, <laughs> really like, I I My long. dinner, that was it. You can't come and deal with us. I, went to much, I wouldn't care we were called fucking cannibals for that. Yeah. Yeah. So that. it would be along those lines, and uh, maybe yeah. I, I would want to be with the Native Americans. So I think yeah. that uh, boat that went to the Americas along there, like uh, probably amongst one yeah. of those yeah. tribes, I'd want to um, really kill. Kill some people, like so. It'd be along there. I think maybe then Africa. I think I would probably want to be in the um with the indigenous people in America. It's true because if they
2: had stopped the boat as well from um, mm-hmm. landing,
0: okay. let let every boat just be stopped. whatever the Waka- that shield, that like shield they got in Wakanda, it's a real. Place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. do not exist, man. You can't see it. Yeah. and all of that because yeah. the whole outlook would change. Like you mm-hmm. can't sit with us.
1: We just okay. reality. Our reality just is not. It's not even fathomable.
0: That's it. Like mm. so, right, stop all the boats. <laughs> Leave us alone. Go right. away. <laughs> okay, so I guess on that note, we have to move on to what's made you sad, mad, and glad this week, my ladies. Oh wow! What by that?
2: Okay. 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 Go on. Today. <laughs> Um, I am mad that we are about to enter tier three, although I'm not sure how much is going to really change, apart from you can't socialise with your peeps outside of your home, um, unless you're in a two metre distance bubble of six, (laughs) Um, I am glad, but also, this is a weird one because I'm slightly bemused, so it's not sad, but it's not glad, it's bemused. Mariah Carey has gone to number one um, with "All I Want for Christmas Is You." It's oh. twenty-four years since—twenty-six years since it was first released. Yes, twenty-six years since it was first released. But my thing is, I'm bemused because it's her first UK number one. Really? Really?
1: Really? really? I it was only the first. U- I thought it was the first number one of
2: that song. It's the first number one ever. They said it's her first number one. So I was wow. like, How is But that is, that's why I'm bemused. Because I get that that's the first time that song went gone to number one, which is mm. what I originally thought they meant. But then they said, no, it's her first ever UK number one, that's which wild. is nuts. Um, And then I am glad that my friend Dee Armstrong's book was released last week and it's called uh, Ugly Dogs Don't Cry. And I got my copy this week and I'm really happy about it. I can't wait to read it. It's his wow. second book. Excellent. Nice. Shout out Didi. Go on Auntie
0: Faro. I mean Auntie Nano, Auntie Shade. Auntie Shade, have you got some? <laughs> okay, I've got one. Sorry guys. <laughs> Sorry. Um
1: uh okay, right, no, I've got two. So I'm sad that the anesthesia is gonna wear off soon and <laughs> I'm probably gonna be in some pain. <laughs> so I'm sad about that. I'm just genuinely glad because Christmas is coming. I love Christmas. I love this time of year and stuff. And also, I watched Succession again, and it's just the greatest show.
2: Yeah, it's just yeah. the
1: greatest show. Like it's it just so good. Yeah. And I, when I watched it again, I saw all the Easter eggs this time, and yeah. it made it so. Oh, yeah, it made it so
2: amazing, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't It'll watched it. Auntie Ak has been telling me to watch it for oh ages. My God, you
0: need I'm to. Watch it. Yeah, the list of things. It's good. Down. It's good. Yeah. Excellent. um um, um, um. i am sad i'm trying to think what i'm sad about uh i'm sad yeah actually no this was maddening so i i want to um treat the family to spend christmas in like a luxury home and i found a house that was really cool in north london spoke to the guy for a little bit and then he asked for kind of like details on who I am type thing so I kind of came up with like a resume just pointing him to the businesses that me and my husband have and we have a family page on Instagram and then he kind of went ghost for a week and then he came back just to say that the house is now being rented to somebody else so that made me sad and we all know about Airbnb so I'm trying not to take it personally but I'm taking it personally so I'm sad about that. Sad and mad, I'd say. That was sad and maddening. And then I'm really glad to just be getting close to Christmas. Like, I, I absolutely can't wait to spend time with the family. So that's been, that's been on my mind. And I'm also sad because I was looking forward to seeing you guys again at Soho mm-hmm. House in Shoreditch. And I feel like sure. me, me and Auntie Sade were kind of duped. Because we went to West London and it never
2: happened in <laughs> East
0: London, and I feel like we were done over.
2: Maybe we're not supposed to go to Shoreditch. That's all I'm saying. I no. Basically, basically, Auntie Farah made this happen. We should,
1: we, should, we should next time. We need to go twice. Yeah.
0: To make it <laughs> um, what made me sad this week? I don't know. I've, I had a little bit of a sad weekend, just life stuff. But then. What made me glad was um, my daughter bought a Christmas tree. And I usually am a little bit grinchy about Christmas. It's a little bit of an emotionally sensitive time, but and I don't normally buy trees and stuff. And she bought one and it's actually, I'm looking at it now, it's just really pretty. And I'm quite glad, it brightens up the room and it's made us, it made, it makes our little bubble seem quite Christmassy and I. it's quite cute. So I'm quite glad she did that and didn't fall into my grinchy behavior. Um, I'm also glad for this episode because it's actually been a great, great, very good episode and made me laugh and great stuff and great engagement. What's made me mad this week is lockdown, tear, all this stuff, having done all my Christmas shopping. I do love buying presents for people though. And I'm annoyed that I have to kind of squash it all into some sort of half an hour after this show or something, run around like a wild headless chicken. When I do that is when I buy too much, I spend all the money and then come up like, what the frick did I spend? But- um, Keep me in Westfield, I'll control you. Ooh, don't say that, child, because damn. Um, I got my <laughs> daughter on a mission, so she's gone to buy stuff. But yeah, I also have to run to Sainsbury's, all that type of stuff. But, anyway, so I'm a bit mad about the restrictions. It comes at a crazy time, and I'm just mad at the fact that this thing is supposed to be most mutating, there's so much misinformation, and when the hell are we going to be back to normal? I just would like to transport myself to that time. Hopefully December 21st means my powers will activate that ability <laughs> to fast forward mm. through all this fucking bullshit, and I'll be 2020, 20, 20 Free of COVID. Thank you very much.
2: And that's our show <laughs> and Something on the hit list. I have, go so ahead. it's not hit list. I've got unpopular opinion. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So my unpopular opinion is, so Blue Ivy Carter has been nominated for a Grammy Award. Okay. okay. Now my unpopular opinion, hold on, I wrote this down because I don't want to, people are to start coming for me and thinking I'm hating on kids. I'm really not. So whilst it's great, but literally, she just went on her mum's record. She didn't write the ting. She hasn't produced the ting. She hasn't fucking played instruments on the ting. She went and she was like, brown skin girl. <laughs> and, 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 like, so should we be singing and dancing? Because that's what she did. Like, it's her mum's tune. It's like when my daughter comes to work with me for the day. And she needs an award for I, it's not that she oh, this is what I mean about it being an unpopular opinion I get it she's on her mum's song her mum's song is 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 nominated for a Grammy yeah, but, but it's not but, to her it's Beyonce and WizKids no 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 I know that but my thing is my <laughs> unpopular opinion is how much fuss is being made over Blue Ivy Carter it's not about her being nominated it's just like oh my god she's it's so amazing look at her she, she's done so well like she's only eight or nine she's done so well she's nominated for a Grammy yeah on her mum's record. That's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> that was Your Aunties Could Never, episode 41. Thank you very much. Please join us again next week, every Tuesday, 5 p.m. And as I said, we will have an aunties after dark December, Sunday, December 27th. Join us back here on Facebook and YouTube, where we'll be discussing whether black love is overrated. Um, and yeah, so please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And please come back, come back, come back, come back. Join us. Come and join us. Come and join us. <laughs> <it>. Come and <laughs> okay, so The yeah. name we won't finish, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, OK, don't you remember? It was um, a popular, it was an advert for um, a, a gospel channel. The yeah. Christian TV show. It's Praise the, the name world. of Jesus. Yeah, come and worship. It was shade. I don't like that. <laughs> <name>. <laughs> <I> don't know, <laughs> you know what you're th- What's coming? I was too young, guys. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Nana, do you know it? I do not know it. <laughs> I but do I don't not. Know. Auntie Sade's no. It's got lay layers of it. Layers. <laughs> you um, yeah. so, know, everybody. Thank you for joining. Come quick-
1: oh quick- back next week yeah, yeah. with your friends. Yeah.